Hey, 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 happy Monday, guys. It's Dion, and you are listening to Love Laid Bear. So, it's a few days countdown to the Glow Mama Awards, and I'm so excited. Um, Even if I don't win, like, it's still nice to have the recognition that, like, within one year of me kind of launching this platform, I am being recognised for the work that I'm doing, and especially as a mother. So, um, fingers Love. crossed for me, guys. Oh, if you'd like to go, um, it is going to be quite a good networking event. You can um, get tickets on Eventbrite. Just type in Glow, as in G L O, Mama Awards, um, and I think tickets are going for like thirty-two pounds. I think um, it's going to be in this new venue in Streatham. Uh, a theatre type place I believe um, so if you're listening and if you're kind of like uh, you know a mummy blogger or a mummy creative then it's definitely a good place to go um, just to kind of network and maybe meet some of your insta faves as well because um, there's going to be quite a few people down there including me so hopefully I'm one of your insta faves too but um so um this week's episode i will be joined by two ladies um rachel who is a a radio presenter um as well and and natoya who works in the education um industry um so this week's topic is going to be called raise my daughter and love my son um, now I thought that this was a bit I thought this was a Jamaican saying um, but actually I think it's not <laughs> apparently it's quite a, a common thing amongst African Americans as well um, so just to kind of break that down um, what that phrase means is that um, you know you you raise your daughter to set her up for life you know um, you know skills like cooking cleaning you know how to keep a a man or a husband all those kind of traditional um roles and also there's an element of perhaps favoring your son so what we're kind of discussing is has has that attitude to raising boys and girls differently actually been the detriment to men now we don't have any men on the panel um, to kind of give their side so this is strictly going to be from a women's woman's perspective you know women who are raising boys women who are um, who've been you know raised alongside brothers and stuff like that um, so it should be it will it should be it will be a very interesting um, conversation um, I'm like I said I think maybe in the last bonus pod before I am really now working towards getting a live lovely bear date in the diary I feel like I'm getting there you know I'm slowly getting there I was I'm not gonna lie I was a little bit I'm I was, okay I'm scared right I'm scared but what if nobody comes no but I'm not trying to put that kind of energy out there um so hopefully by the time you guys hear from me again a date should be in the diary and I can let you know and you can come along and it'll be good I'm so excited I'm really looking forward to it I'm gonna try and make it kind of like a mixture of you know um topical debates on you know some of the subjects that we've already covered just so you can have your say um and but just make it like a nice enjoyable evening like 
not too too serious you know i'm gonna have um a varied panel for the different topics that we cover and it's gonna be you know totally back and forth between the panel and the audience you know no one is going to be given any more time than the other um but we'll just probably just have a few people that might have a little bit of expertise in the area if that makes sense so looking forward to that so anyway you know guys you, you guys know i'm very big on energy and all this kind of stuff and you know all that kind of malarkey now um <laughs> so the episode refers to big dick energy and we're not talking about big dick energy we're not we're like we're not talking about that today um Love. but it's another Love. type of energy that people kind of carry around with yeah. them unknowingly because i did um so I'm not going to call it the new big dick energy because it's not new. However, it's it's big car energy. Now, if you don't know what big dick energy means, what it means is is that guys who have big dicks have this kind of prowess about them. They know they have a big dick and therefore they kind of exude this um, extra confidence knowing that they are well equipped when it comes to, I guess you know, satisfying a woman in the bedroom. So that is the kind of, you know, my definition of big dick energy. Now, um, the energy that I've been carrying around, I didn't realize is big car energy. Now you're probably thinking, okay, Dion, well, what what really is the significance and who cares? Okay, I'm gonna tell you why it's significant. So for the last 10 years, I've driven nothing but Audis very big Audis okay A4s A5s that has been our family car and um you know it's all fun and games it's great you know the A5 three door sport three and a half litre I believe yeah it's all fun and games it's great until I had my daughter and then we've got to be dealing with car seats and every time I had to put her in the car it was the biggest long 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 drawn out process because you've got to climb into the back of the car and you know the insides of these cars aren't very big if that makes sense do you know what I mean so it was a nightmare and towards like the latter part of the year I remember even though she's like bigger now it should technically be easier but we've got a new car seat and it's just it's just long and I kept on saying, F this car, F this car. I wish I just had a five door. I wish I just had a five door. Now we need to be careful what we wish for because guess what? Um, Yeah, I'm no longer the driver of an Audi A5. (laughs) And I am now driving my sister's car, which is a five door, but also just happens to be a Ford Fiesta. Um, it just wasn't economical to kind of keep the car at the current moment so right now um, my big car is no more now so when my so my my sister bought her car when she was doing her placement uni and um, she's coming down to London and she doesn't use the car so um, she was like you can use it okay but she was like Dion look you know I've got Love. one of these insurance black box things in there that monitors Lady. your speed. Um, so can you just adhere yeah. to the speed limit? 
So I was like, yeah, 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 fine, no problem. Cool. But what I realise is that when I'm driving around town, initially, I still behaved like I was driving A5. So what that meant was is that there's a lot of car prejudice on the road. And the thing is, I don't love you won't realize it unless you drive different cars um frequently so for example i would sometimes drive my mum's car up and down if you know he had the car or something do do you understand what i mean now my mum has like a seven seater Vauxhall zafira people don't respect it and there's such a a vast difference so like i could be driving i could be coming out of a side road onto a main road and cars will stop to let me go like when i feel like when you're driving a nice car people are so much more respectful of you on the road i don't know if it's because of the size of the car i don't know what it is but people are just way more courteous than if you're driving um you know a different type of car so forget light skin white privilege car privilege nice car privilege exists okay and i i i you know i was in in the nice car privilege club you know um and i can't deny it was great i didn't i didn't i didn't appreciate it at the time because you know it it, it gets to a stage sometimes where you're just like you don't see the car it's weird it's like you jump in the car you jump out the car and you don't really take the time often enough to actually appreciate it if that makes sense um yeah i miss it man (laughs) so i think obviously over the years i've been accustomed to being treated with courtesy and that's what i'm gonna say it's courtesy i don't get i very rarely get cut up um people go out of their way to give me weight and all those kinds of things and i remember like i remember there'd be loads of times where i would be driving and i would i would men and women but more so women would kind of look at me um with almost like, oh wow, you know, I, I don't want to say or I don't want to say or I, 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 I'm, it's more like, and it's not a hating thing as well because I don't really get that energy from people to be honest with you, um, but it was more like, oh wow, like, wow, she's driving such yeah. a nice car, and I remember there'll be times when Late. I'd be like, look, I'm not yeah. look. I could quite easily be sitting on that 109 bus with you. Furthermore, I probably was on the bus yesterday. Um, And I think one of the things I just want to kind of maybe just get across quickly before I kind of go into this a bit more is that now that I am driving my sister's five-door Fiesta, I am, I've now become almost that person that looks at other women, for example, in their big, beautiful cars. And I'm like... Oh wow, you know. But then, what are you all wowing about? About the the fact that they've got a nice car. And as unmaterialistic as I am, I've still caught myself doing that. Do you know what I mean? So 
we have to be really really mindful I like I used to have the, uh, this running joke with my best friend Love. um because after I quit my job Blade. and before I'd started my business Bear. times were hard and I'm I was a very proud person very very proud and like I could be on my face literally on my face and I wouldn't ask anybody for money yeah I wouldn't ask anyone I remember there was a stage where I called myself the £2.75 Audi A5 driver <laughs> and I just say to my friend you know what one no. day if I ever start blogging I'm actually going to do a blog on this Late. because I'm driving around town Bear. in this big car with £2.75 in my pocket too proud to ask my husband for some money too proud to even maybe ask my parents because I guess you know I've been so independent for so long and for me asking for it just just doesn't don't make me feel good you know um so yeah so when people look at me be like yo like you probably have more money in your pocket than I do right now that's the realness and and I think for me, like I realized this a long time ago, but don't, like honestly, do not judge a person, do not judge their financial situation based on what car they drive. Don't ever, ever do it. I've I've known of many a guy, and particularly guys, many a guy that might have the freshest whip, but has no assets, you know? doesn't even live by himself, probably still lives at home with his parents. Basically, and there's nothing wrong with living at home with your parents. However, you do need to get your priorities in order. So before you go for the big, expensive 20, 25,000 pound plus car, make sure that you have a roof over your head. Make sure you have privacy. Because the thing is, ultimately, Late. We all want we all want nice things. We do, yeah. Fair. But ultimately, I feel like with <laughs> sorry guys, but I feel like with men, cars are almost an extension of their penises. You know, it's like it's 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 another trapping for. A, I think it's like a means of attraction. So it's like if I've got a nice car, women will be more attracted to me, and therefore I will get more sex. Late. On a on a very animalistic, you know, mammal basic level it probably isn't even conscious but if you think about the things that we do more often than not it's because we're trying to attract you know a partner we want to better ourselves to make ourselves be more appealing you know so for all those people that over the last 10 years saw me driving these amazing cars there there was a time where you know things were very 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 hard you know um Love. so just yeah just don't just don't Blade. get caught up in the hype of of it you know Bear. um because it's very it's very easy to, it's very easy to sacrifice a chunk of your salary for a car it's very easy but then it's like well what else are you sacrificing in the meantime now for me personally I wasn't personally paying for the car at that point so um, I wasn't paying anything for it personally do you see what I mean but because I had to drive around just to do the general bits and pieces it would cost me a lot of money in petrol 
even even though it was a diesel it was still very expensive kind of thing um so yeah so going back to like the big car energy so because i was so used to um people being like going out of their way to be courteous to me on the road i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't understand that when i tried to do certain maneuvers people weren't having it like Love. honestly it would be a very 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 rare occurrence that i would get road rage from people yeah very like honestly probably count it on a couple fingers two three when i was driving the audis since i've been driving my sister's car the abuse the abuse like people literally treat you like not that you're i'm not gonna say scum of the earth but in comparison love people treat you a lot differently and i remember like when i've said this to my sister she's like well no because when i drive people always let me go and i'm like well you barely drive and when you do drive where are you going maybe to the top of the road and coming back (laughs) um another kind of a big car energy thing i used to do was block the road so because because my last car was very long yeah um i could edge my nose out the nose of the car out and block the road so you had to give me way now i'm still trying to do these things in the fiesta and then i'm wondering why i'm getting abuse do you mean like literally the other day i had people throwing tomatoes and carrots at me i'm gonna give you another little bit of funny stories my sister might kill me but you know it was it wasn't funny but so anyway so obviously i've been carrying around this big car energy for a few months now and um my sister said to me Dion, you know be mindful about Love. your speeding so i was like yeah cool cool no problem i don't even Late. speed i don't speed so it's fine so i would be driving and anytime i would catch myself going above 30 in a 30 zone i'd come back down until she said to me dion um i've just checked my online insurance reporting thing and you have scored red ever since you've had the car so i'm like what are you talking about they're mad i'm like what i don't i don't speed what are you talking about i don't speed can i can i log into your thing so she sends me a screenshot so i was like oh okay okay all right cool i will be mindful now luckily i with her car you're actually able to set um the limit on the car like the speed and until I started to actually do that, did I realise that I've probably never adhered to a speed limit yet. Love. Have you ever tried Late. driving at 20 miles yeah. per hour for 15 minutes? Do you know how difficult that is? Have you actually ever tried to drive at 30 miles per hour and not go above it, even by one mile per hour? It is very, very difficult. So it's not until I, I was able to, I learned how to set the speed limit on her car, did I realize that Love. if we're going by the law, I've been, you might as well say I've been Raged. driving like a, a, a speed demon lunatic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When in my mind, because I've gone from a three, a three, 3.5 down to a 1.1, for me straight away everything is slow you know um so yes yeah, so we had a bit of a she didn't talk to me for a week 
kind of thing. And I didn't realise until like I was sending her messages and she, she wasn't responding. And I was like, do we have that beef? And then I got like this, like maybe six, seven text messages in a row, basically telling me how awful I was as a sister and how I needed to basically take ownership for my ills. And, you know, I accepted, she didn't think I did, but I did, I accepted that, you know, I was in the wrong and I have changed my ways. Now, what I will say is that I will never get an insurance, I will never get one of those black boxes. Like I, I think I would rather actually pay the extra money just to have the freedom and do you know what the day that they actually like build in um you know speed limiters into cars that automatically are enforced when you're in that speed limit zone I'm telling you it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a problem but what what I will also say though as well is that um because i can't now whiz around driving is a lot more peaceful in certain ways like the anxiety builds up when i'm on a 20 or 30 mile per hour road which is clear and i've got a queue of 10 or 15 people behind me and they're literally throwing rotten tomatoes and carrots and onions at me because I'm driving slow, slow. And I'm like, I am driving the speed limit, okay? I am adhering to the law. So maybe you should do that. Or do you know what? Take over me then, you know? And it's funny how tables turn because, <laughs> because I was the person that would be huffing and puffing probably behind you. Ah, oh, why drive so slow? Just because it's a 20 mile per hour limit doesn't mean to drive it. There's no cameras. And I would probably be that person that just through because i've got somewhere to go i'd probably be agitated and um just be a little bit of a bitch i guess um and you would never think that based on like because you guys know me now like you'd never really think that i'd be a bitch and i don't think i was a bitch i just have to think places to go so i would be that person that would take over you maybe and and not really understand how my actions have affected you whereas now I'm in that seat where it's like cars are taking over me and I don't even look to my right hand side now to see their evil stairs to upset my day. There is nothing I can do about my situation. So I think if I can teach you guys anything today, if you are drivers on the road, if you see someone adhering to the speed limit, it might just be because they've got one of these black insurance boxes that are tracking their, their speed all the time. Yeah just bear that in mind just, just be courteous let's just all be courteous to each other let's just give let, let's Love. not let's not Laid. judge bear. someone based on the car that they drive because if we cut do we not bleed you know <laughs> oh mate okay so before I sign off um and if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen my Insta stories. I was up in um, Ascot on Friday for a funeral of um, a long-time family friend, actually my dad's school friend. Um, yeah, he passed away last month. I think he was, what, 60, 61? Um, 
yeah it was like Ian honestly was like one of my biggest supporters like in terms of my radio show my podcast like any anything I posted on Facebook he was the first to like it the first to share it you know I didn't see him often like literally I didn't see but any like major event that I had in my life you know he would be there um I remember like like growing up you know as as a young child like he was the only person that my parents would only male that my parents would actually let babysit us outside of maybe like maybe uncles and stuff but he even when I think back you know when you know living in Thornton Heath like it was him you know and we would we would sing together and he you know he was just an all-round cool guy and there were certain things that were said at his funeral which kind of made me feel like wow regardless without me without me saying too much i think what i'm basically trying to get across here is that sometimes we wait to do things once certain things are in place now unfortunately what can happen is that you might not ever make it long enough to get all the pieces of the puzzle together. Now, if there is something that you need to do, if there is um, a relationship that you need to heal, forget your pride, forget the past, just start putting pieces of those puzzles together because a partial pre-picture is better than the chaos of you know the piece of the puzzle all over the floor um yeah i think i'll just leave it on that but um rest in peace ian it was lovely to have known you thank you for all of your support and all that good stuff so yeah guys i'm gonna sign off now so um have a good week see well see wednesday um and you might hear from me before saturday perhaps but yeah just pray for me please cross your fingers do whatever you gotta do like for me on Saturday. Glow Mama Awards, best podcast. Let's go. Alright, see you later. Bye.